Welcome to the No Disqualifications Podcast. It's Adrian, and I am riding solo today. Um, solo dolo, as Kid Cudi would say. And we're going to cover Extreme Rules 2021, Columbus, Ohio, Nationwide Arena. Let's just get into it. I didn't watch the pre-show. Um, I, I didn't review it and take notes in the pre-show, I should say. I did watch it, however. It, it was it was a good match. It was nice to see Liv Morgan get a win. Um, we're, we're looking at a, a seven-match card, if you include the, the pre-show. The kickoff, I should say. Um, and if we, I mean, there's no reason why it couldn't have been on the main card, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the same reason you don't have Nakamura on your, on your main card, I guess. There's really no reason, no rhyme or reason to it. Um, we could have had RK bro on here. There's, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, man, the, the booking for not having certain, uh, certain matches on a, on a pay-per-view always kind of baffle me. You know, we could have, we could have had, um. The Apollo Crews and Nakamura match tonight. We could have had RK Bro um, set up tonight. I know you're trying to build that Raw division, so we don't really have contenders yet. But at the same time, you know, we get, we get the opening match here. Let's hop into it. We get New Day uh, against Lashley, AJ, and Almost. Now, this is a fast exchange in the beginning. AJ and Xavier Woods have tremendous chemistry. That could harken back to when uh, Xavier Woods previously known as Consequences Creed when he was in TNA. Um, you know, I don't know how many interactions they had back then, but for sure there's some strong chemistry there. Um, Big E gets tagged in. He overpowers um, AJ, throws him around a little bit, throws him into the corner. He points at Bobby. He's calling the spot here. He just tag him in. So Bobby gets in there. They have a bit of a, a big beefy boy battle for a while. Until Bobby gets stunned into that corner, uh, and then we do Unicorn Stampede. Uh, if you don't know what Unicorn Stampede is, uh, it's the New Day making frequent tags. They're kind of stomping the mud hole, making the frequent tags, which got a pretty big pop. The crowd was hot tonight. It was the crowd was the crowd was on fire tonight. Um, Kofi gets tagged in. Bobby catches him on the outside. Kofi's going for a crossbody. Bobby catches him, and then Xavier Woods does like a drop kick. Um, into Kofi to get that assist to kind of carry through with that crossbody. Uh, Omos, however, just starts destroying Kofi for a while, throwing him, around, throwing him around the ring. There's this nice spike, this is a vertical suplex, and he holds it. And considering how tall Kofi is and how tall Omos is, it really looks nice. Like it's, it really does look nice. Um, just the height they get off that they have to move the camera up to even pick it up. Um, so that was, that was, that was really, really nice. A nice touch really sells how, how, um, powerful Omos is, which he had, he, he had, a he had a few good, you know, a few good spots. Um, as far as he, he looks strong. He, he looked like he's improving a little bit. Um, uh, AJ gets tagged in. He accidentally hits the ref a few times, which is kind of funny. But he he ends up beating up on Kofi for a while. Bobby gets tagged in. He cleans house. He continues to to work over Kofi, and they set up this big hot tag. And they don't set it up for a hot tag to Big E. They set this big hot tag up for Xavier Woods. So we have a huge flurry out of Xavier Woods. He is showing why he is one of the most underrated talents on the roster, no doubt, bar none, one of the most underrated talents on the roster. That's a hill I will die on. Uh, Big E literally powers 
AJ into a Uranagi. AJ goes for a, a corner clothesline, and, and he, you know, he's going to get him in the Uranagi. He kind of stumbles. He almost drops him, but you see the power. He gets in the Uranagi. He, uh, he slams him down here. Kofi and Big E do their uh, the classic exchange where Kofi is kind of propelled over the top rope by Big E, but when he gets over the top rope, he gets hit with a, a chop out of the air from Omos. Of course, Lashley goes to spear um, Big E, and there's a funny kind of miscommunication here. So Bobby's getting ready to do the spear. AJ tags him. AJ says, let me finish it. Let me finish it. When AJ goes up there for the phenomenal forearm, Bobby tags onto AJ. So Bobby's back in this match. He's a legal man. Big E evades the phenomenal forearm. Bobby runs in for the spear. He spears AJ. And then Big E gets him up for the big ending. And he pins Bobby Lashley. I think he, Bobby's 0-2 right now on Big E. Um, but it was it was a phenomenal opener, to be completely frank and be com completely honest with you. You realize why they have New Day out here to hype the crowd because the talent that's in that in that trio. Um, I gave this a four out of five. Four out of five bells for me. Fantastic opener. Uh, we move on to our SmackDown Tag Team title match here. We have the Street Profits with a heavily bandaged, injured uh, Montez Ford. Against the Usos. Now, the Street Profits hold uh, total control in the beginning. Um, Montez Ford, he, he's working. His facial expressions are telling you the whole story. He's pissed off. He, he He's kicking the holy hell out of, out of these guys. Usos work the ribs, though, on Montez Ford. And they're, they're, really, they're really building up this hot tag to Angelo Dawkins. I mean, they, they, they do a back suplex on the outside, ringside. They're working Montez Ford. And Montez Ford, to his credit, is completely selling it the proper way. He's really doing it. He's building this up here. After this, Angelo gets in, and he, he starts going wild. He gets an exploder suplex on the outside. And then he hits a super, super, he does a superplex and then rolls it into a neckbreaker on, on Jey Uso. Now, we get the assisted blockbuster, which is like a doomsday blockbuster by the Street Profits. Um, in which Pat McAfee refers to as a suck it blockbuster. Um, but that's just for a two. The Uso splash for two. And then we get a senton by Montez Ford, which always looks nice. He goes over the uh, turnbuckle and the, the post out there. That was really nice. We get a from the heavens for two. Um, of course, he's holding his damaged ribs. Once again, the really telling the story of the ribs and the selling is immaculate. Um... So that that was great. That was great. The selling, everything in this uh, match is really tied together through that selling, and it, it really pays off. Like, it really does. And it, it makes the whole match and the whole experience much better here. Um, but Super Kicks and the Uso Splash for the win, the retention of the SmackDown Tag Titles. I gave this a three out of five bells for sure. Um, you know, it's just a little slow. A little slow, but we're kind of working through that. Um... Of course, there's the injured Montez Ford, so you're, you're going to work a slower, more methodical pace. But I appreciate it for what it was. Next, we have a Raw SmackDown, a Raw SmackDown, I'm sorry, a Raw Women's Championship match, Alexa Bliss uh, against Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Um, big pop for Alexa, of course, this is hometown, uh, hometown Columbus, Ohio here. And Charlotte Flair, props to her for her gear. You'll never hear me say props to Charlotte Flair for anything. But she's rocking the half and half um, Venom Eddie Brock type of um, robe, which would, would it look nice. Um, no obvious con control in the beginning of this match until there's an apron sent on by Alexa Bliss. 
But then Charlotte gets back in there, and there's a lot of transition holds and the different submissions um, onto Alexa Bliss, which I, 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 I like that. I'm not a big Charlotte fan. Doubtfully, I'm not really a Charlotte fan at all. But um, she, she's, she's earning her keep in my mind. I'm not, I've never doubted her as a performer. I've just always doubted her as having charisma. I never personally liked her, but she's proven herself to me. Um, Alexa Bliss gets launched to the barricade a few times. Charlotte Flair, and this is where this is getting it. This is good. This match gets a knock for me. Charlotte Blair, Blair, Charlotte Flair does the Andrade moonsault spot. He does the moonsault, lands it, and then does the does a you know a moonsault again. When Andrade does it, he does the moonsault, lands, and then does it immediately. Charlotte, on the other hand, does it. She has to get set again, and then she'll do the second moonsault. I, I don't like it. Maybe she just shouldn't do it. Um, there's a natural selection, but Bliss rolls through that natural selection. She hits a Canadian Destroyer for two, but her Canadian Destroyer looks awesome. Um, it really does look great for two, but a natural selection from Charlotte Flair seals the win, and she retains her Raw Women's Championship. You don't expect a lot of titles to move um, for this show. The draft is coming up this Friday, so you're not expecting a whole lot of movement here, and you're not going to get it. Um, I gave it a three. The work was solid. Um, it could have used a little bit more, I will say. It could have used a little bit more. Uh, next, we have um, Jeff Hardy, Damian Priest, and Sheamus for the United States Championship. Jeff Hardy is over, man. Over As I would say, over like Rover. He, they, he is on one. Um, he gets taken out immediately. Uh, Damian Priest works Sheamus until Hardy dives onto Damian Priest. He's, he does the, um, I guess it would be the poetry in motion, but he does it with the steel steps. Sent on by Damian Priest, clears the house once again. And then this is where we get Sheamus and Jeff Hardy, who have a history. They're in the ring. And Sheamus hits the Irish curse to Jeff Hardy, which looks brutal. Great sell job by Jeff. Um, there's a moment here where Damian Priest is getting ready to do the 10 beats of the Bowery to, to Sheamus. A little bit of uh, revenge for what Sheamus had done to him previously. But Damian Priest falls off the apron. He recovers well, though. He gets back, kicks him in the leg, hops back up there, and does the 10 beats of the Bowery to him. Um, Jeff runs through with a drop kick, gets gets a little bit of a hope spot here. And we get a double whisper in the wind by Jeff Hardy, which looked fantastic as well. A twist of fate to Sheamus. Sheamus is out. Damian Priest goes for the reckoning, but that gets reversed into the twist of fate. They kind of stumble back into, um, they kind of stumble around on that one, but it's forgiven. They, they, they call an audible and they fix it up from there. Um, he hits the twist of fate on Damian Priest. And when he's about to do the Swanton Bomb, he gets interrupted by Sheamus. Sheamus goes up there and, and does a little mocking to death. Does a little bit of the, he does the hearty dance a little bit, which uh, we respect that, of course. Um, you get a double stack Swanton Bomb. Great exchange between Jeff Hardy and Damian Priest towards the end. A bunch of big hope spots, a, a bunch of roll-ups here and there. Uh, Brogue to Jeff, Jeff's out of the ring, and then Damian Priest rolls up Sheamus for the win. I give this one four. These three men work fantastic together. I want more of this. This is what we asked for. I need more of this. Uh, next, we have Bianca and Becky for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, big tease in the beginning for both of these finishes. Um, the crowd is hot for it. Really, we, we get... We want Becky. Um, well, we get Becky, Becky, EST, Becky, Becky, EST. 
Um, really showing this. This match really shows how technically sound Bianca is, and how scrappy and really Becky's more the veteran as it comes to psychology. And you can you can tell um, the, the the psychology is there. Becky really knows how to give it a, a bigger feeling. I guess you know. Um, it, obviously, this, this is a big deal. The match is a big deal it's for the SmackDown Women's Championship, but Becky knows how to. Up it a little bit. Up up the stakes by how she carries herself. Um, so, yeah, we get the, the this corner kick combination and a Bexploder by by Becky to Bianca. Bianca powers through and hits a cradle suplex onto Becky. Um, really, these, these women are putting on a great match. It really is. Um, you, you think of the, the, the matches Bianca's had. Of course, her feud with Bailey was great. Um, the matches there were, were quality. Her match with Sasha, which is a five bell um, for me from a WrestleMania match. That was fantastic. And now she's having great matches with Becky. That tells you something about the character, the athleticism, and the performance, and really the professionalism from Bianca Belair. Um, but she rolls through a crossbody and she ends up hitting a fallaway slam on um, Becky, which for some reason Michael Cole attributes the fallaway slam to JBL when really it's Razor Ramon, but that's neither here nor there. We have frequent roll through, uh, frequent frequent near falls, I should say, back and forth, back and forth, and just as Bianca's ready to seal the deal with the KOD, Sasha Banks makes her return, looking fantastic. That's a chef's kiss if I ever seen one. Sheesh, girl, looking ooh. All right, never mind. I'm not going to get into all that. Uh, but Sasha comes out. She causes disqualification. She takes out both Becky. Uh, well, first she takes out Bianca. And then Becky is doing like a weird like thumbs up. The look on her face is hilarious. And then Sasha ends up taking out both of them. Standing tall, teasing what could happen this Friday. Who's going to leave? Who's going to go to Raw? I, I feel as if we're going to get a... a Maybe a triple threat on SmackDown for the title. Um, something tells me. Something tells me neither out of these three women, none of them are going to Raw. But crazier things have happened. Uh, I give this match a four out of five bells. This was a banger. It was great. Um, I want to see more. I, I want to see more. There's a reason why the four horsewomen are, are held so high in esteem. They really, they elevate talent. You know, people might not want to hear that, but they elevate talent. Becky elevates talent. Sasha elevates talent. Charlotte, as much as I don't like her, she elevates talent. Bailey elevated a lot of talent. I mean, if you would just look back here, Becky was with Lacey Evans, elevated Lacey Evans. Um, I can't think of too many other people. I feel like Becky's really elevated. She's really elevating here, Bianca. But Bailey put a lot of work in elevating Bianca. Same with Sasha here. I mean, Bailey had feuds with Lacey Evans. She she elevated Tamina to quite a good match. Sasha, I mean, she's had matches with everyone. She continues to elevate. So there's a reason why these women are at the a forefront of the women's division, not just in in the WWE, but really when you look across the board. WWE is a holder of such great women's talent. Finally, though, we get to our main event. We get the Demon King, Finn Balor, against your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Um, great entrance by both. 
Roman just has the, of course he has a main event look, but he he carries with him such the, the swagger uh, of your of your 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 main man. Of course, he's a tribal chief. This is for the Universal Championship. This is the only Extreme Rules match on the card, and let me tell you why I like this. I've watched previous Extreme Rules, and it's great to have the tables match and the 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 the. the the kendo stick on a pole or or whatever you're going to do. But something feels special when it's the main event. That's your Extreme Rules match. And how you're, you know, Hell in a Cell has what? Two or three Hell in a Cell matches? Oversaturation. Let's not oversaturate. I want for TLC, I want there to be one TLC match. I want the main event to be one TLC match. That's what I want. I like this. I like this a lot. It made it feel more special to me. But that's just me, you know, to each their own. Demon goes right after Roman claws on his face, starting to pull his jaw apart a little bit, like that spot there. Uh, Reigns gets beat with a bundle of kendo sticks. Um, but he gets he gets his control, and the crowd has been chanting all night. We want tables. We want tables. We want tables. You think we're in Philly? Chant for the tables. You expect the Dudley boys to come out. Um, but Roman pushes the table back in there. He says, we ain't getting no more. We ain't, no, we ain't getting no tables. Big booze. Really playing with the crowd. Ro- trolling them quite a bit. Match goes outside. And then we get Roman masking up. So he's out in the crowd. Roman's masked up, of course. His immune system can be compromised. He's, um, he's had leukemia right now. He's in remission. But, of course, his immune system could easily be compromised. Um, but yeah, he, he masks up, he throws them onto the pre, uh, the kickoff panels table. He goes to a table on the outside, they get back in there and Roman Uranagi's fin through the table, uh, in the ring. The Usos attack from Balor after he hits a, a coup de gras. Usos beat him down a little bit, but then Balor gets the upper hand. He takes out both Usos, but then he ends up getting speared through the barricade and then the music hits. You hear the demon's heartbeat. After you hear the demon's heartbeat, he starts to fray a little bit. And then he resurrects. He pops up. He it's he, he no sells. He kill he kills him. Um he drop kicks Roman through the table, gets him in the ring, gets to the top rope, smoke, and then suddenly the top rope just drops. The the the, the ropes break. Um Balor's holding, he's clutching his hamstring. He's, you know, he's kind of looking around what's going on. He gets hit with the spear. Roman pins him. One, two, three. Looks up. Kind of questioning what's going on. Good sell. Good sell. Selling the moment. Selling the, the, the levity. Not the levity, but the, 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 the odd ending. Kind of just really selling it. I gave this a four out of five bells. And let me explain why. Because a lot of people didn't like the ending. This is a smart way to move Balor into something else, possibly. Depending on your theories here. A lot of people are saying, well, maybe maybe Bray's coming back. Who knows? Move Balor into something else. Have him looking strong. Meanwhile, Reigns is going to go to Saudi and he's going to take on Brock. But you have... You have Balor still looking strong because it, it's a it's a wishy washy dusty finish. That's how I would book it. 
have it be something. If you're not going to put him over, it needs to be a dusty finish because you need to keep the allure of the demon. Balor's not hurt by this. I don't care what anyone says. Balor's not hurt by this. This is the way that it should should go down. Dusty finish for for Reigns to retain. And Reigns still looks strong as well. And that's what you need to do. So that's been Extreme Rules 2021. Let me go ahead and get into the awards out here. Um, I'm going to give the match of the night in complete honesty. And this might sound crazy. But the match of the night for me will be Becky and Bianca. Um... These two women really, really put on a show. I really appreciated the match. I think it's what we should have got at SummerSlam, but the story's built up quite a bit, and I think that it, the payoff has been um, worth it. The payoff has been worth it. Uh, now, the worst match of the night, you know, honestly, all the matches on this card were really solid, but I, if I'm going to have the worst match of the night, it's probably going to be Charlotte and Alexa Bliss. Um... I think it could have used some more time. It was a solid match. It was put together well. I think it could just use some more time um, to complete, be completely honest with you. That's why it's the worst match. But it's honestly the least of the best. I'll put it that way. Because this this was a really solid card tonight. Um, now we get the star of the night. The star of the night, in my personal opinion, is Jeffrey Nero Hardy. Uh, this, this he He's the star because... I think by far out of everyone um, who performed tonight, he was he was the most over. Um, that being said, a runner-up would easily be Xavier Woods, but he was the most over. He really had the crowd kind of in the palm of his hand. So Jeff Hardy is the star of the night for me. Now, if we're going to do the Meltzer of the night, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to give the Meltzer of the night to uh, to Omos. Uh Omos, he just he just didn't he's just not there yet. You know, he's not there yet. He didn't do anything botchy, he didn't really screw up a whole lot, but he's not there yet. Um, so he'll be the melter of the night. Spot of the night, the resurrection of the demon. For me, the resurrection of the demon was spot of the night. I popped for it. I thought it was fantastic. Um it's hokey, I get it, but I I, I did love it. I thought it was great. Um botch of the night will be Damian Priest falling off the apron. And then having to hop back on there and kick Sheamus. Good audible. Um, either that or it would be the uh, the Alka-Seltzer tablet you can see in Alexa Bliss's mouth when she's foaming after Charlotte kills Lily. Um, so those are the awards for the night. Now let's get down to the nitty gritty. What is the final grade for Extreme Rules? <laughs> Two. Ha. 2021. Final grade from Extreme Rules 2021 will be a four out of five bells for me. Um, definitely, I'll, I'll definitely go back and watch it at some point. And in my opinion, one of the best pay-per-views WWE has put on this year. And that's just my humble, humble opinion. But this has been the No Disqualification Podcast. I'm Adrian. Hey, we're, we're going to be back with more content. We're going to keep cranking this stuff out. But um, it's been a nice little hiatus for us. We're, we're excited to, to, to keep pushing forward and keep putting some more things out there for you. Of course, you already know where you're pushing, man. And this is what you need for your fix. Um, once again, this is No Disqualifications Podcast. No Disqualifications Podcast. Sometimes you got to say it twice. It's so nice. I'm Adrian. Chicka chicka.